Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Writing it mm-hmm. off. That's what I've Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fun. Good for you. I'm glad you got to go and enjoy some Disney. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, still been here. was so busy. Yeah, <laughs> still been here. Yeah. Just been working? Just been working, working. Um, nothing much new, you know. I haven't read much lately. Oh, I, uh, why? I don't know. I read Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell, I think is her name. And I liked Hamnet a lot. It was really good. And I, I don't know. I have this issue sometimes. It's usually after I finish reading a piece of fiction uh-huh. that I then struggle to like pick what's next and just kind of like indecisive on it and start and stop a book or two. And so I don't know. Interesting. I because that book took me a minute to get through. It was a little dense and it was really good. Um, really excellently written. Quinn and I are yeah. still making our way through the after party and absolutely loving it. And uh, my brother also turned us on to, um, I think it's called Murderville on Netflix. Oh, I do. Will I, we, did, we did watch Murderville and it was a blast. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it because I like Will Arnett. Like, I think he's funny. And I liked some of the guest stars, but I was kind of, I was kind of like in and out, but I did enjoy mm-hmm. the moments that I saw of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, was, that was fun. I hit this mm-hmm. point in the winter where I'm like, I've watched all the things that I I've like done a rewatch. I've done something new. Quinn and I have done something new together. And then I hit this place in winter where I'm like, I still don't really want to go outside a whole lot. So right. I need like one or two more things. And I'm mm-hmm. to that place now. I just have a horrible habit of just watching the same thing over and over again. I know it's an ADHD thing. I know it is. <laughs> I just can't bring myself to watch anything new. Oh, speaking of watching the same shit over and over again, let's talk about a show that aired 25 years right? ago. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, before we kick this off, since it's, oh yeah, welcome to season seven. This is the Feeny Call. Um, beep, beep. We're here. It's the final season. It's the final season. I can hardly believe it. I want to do, instead of trivia today, because I swear to God, I could not find any trivia for this episode. We're going to do our... Uh, MVP roundup so yep. far mm-hmm. after season six. Yep. And uh, any want to take any bets as to who's in first, second, and third? Feeney's in first. Um, yeah, that's true. Alan and or Amy, one of the two or both, <laughs> are in second. And yep. uh, and 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 Corey's in third. Very close. I Feeney is definitely first by a landslide. Amy and Alan are actually second and third. So Amy is second, uh, Alan is third. And okay. Corey, fourth, fifth, sixth. Corey is sixth. Okay. Eric is actually fourth. Topanga uh, is fifth. And Corey okay. is sixth. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So closing out season six, we have Corey sitting at 25 right now. Sean is at 20. Topanga is at 26. Eric is at 27. So they're like neck and neck. Feeney mm-hmm. has a large lead with 54 alan and amy amy is at 34 alan is 31 angela is follows that with eight and she has the most out of like the characters who have come up because jack only has three rachel has one dean bolander has three and then we haven't really done anything new in a while so because turner is still on the board with 13 he's actually higher than angela but he's not even Mm -hmm. in the he's in the top 10 he's not even in the top five so 
the real race for for third it sounds like <laughs> that's kind of that's pretty much it well and amy and alan might take a huge nosedive this season because i don't sure, remember them being real big players except in the episode yeah. after Corey and topanga get married yeah they definitely backseat a little bit harder in this last season i think so which is fine because then i feel like maybe we'll get a couple more shawns i'm a little surprised that he's not as far as he is um mm -hmm. And I'm a little surprised that Eric is in fourth right now, but that's probably my fault. <laughs> probably you, I think, yeah. <laughs> I just love him so much. This is like mm -hmm. the beginning of the end for me, though, because I feel like his character, once he cuts his hair, I'm like, okay. I feel like it's like a Samson situation where he cuts his hair and becomes crazy. <laughs> he was like holding it together when he had his hair. And then as soon as he cuts his hair, he's like insane now, so... I know it was Samson, it was strength, but and using the metaphor anyway. For all you Bible nerds out there. Woo like a moderate cut, I guess. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the Feeny Call. We are now in our final season, season seven, episode one. Show me the love. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming back. I know we took a good little break there. Um Yes. You know, it just things things came up, things happened. We're here. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your flexibility. Not not the listeners, you, Skylar. Thank you for oh. your flexibility last week as I yeah. got too overwhelmed with life circumstances and had to push it back a week. So That's thank you for fine. that. We're all good. We're all here. Who's on the recap? I think it's me. It's been too long. I don't recall. I think because you're the even numbers and I'm the odds and we ended on 22. So now we're back on one, which is an odd. And it also happens to be my turn. Okay. Works All for right, me. Hang on. Oh God. What happens in this episode? Okay. I'm going to, I'll, I'll hold it up so you can see it because God knows I'm going to just absolutely destroy this right now. I just watched the episode like before we recorded and I still don't, mm -mm, it's not there. It's not there. All right. Here we Go. So Corey and Sean come back from summer and they're like, oh, summer wasn't great. We didn't get to see the girls. The girls come back and they're like, yeah, we don't really want to be with you anymore. Topanga doesn't believe in love anymore. Corey tries to get other people involved to make sure that Topanga knows that they're supposed to be together, but it's not working because Sean and Aunt, or, uh, Jack and Rachel broke up and uh, Feeney's like, I don't know, you're a smart girl. You'll do what you know is best. And in the end, Topanga decides that they're not supposed to be together. Meanwhile, uh, Jack and Eric try to move into the apartment. Rachel told the girls they could move in and then they actually can't because uh, <laughs> Rachel has no business inviting people into that apartment. That's not even hers in the first place, but that's not part of the recap. That's just my opinion. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Jam-packed jam little episode. Yeah. Cause we were like bringing everyone back together and trying to figure out the whole housing situation. And then also we have breakups and craziness so All yeah kinds of it's stuff. a whole i don't yeah. as far as a season opener not my favorite uh-huh that we've had uh-huh it has its funny moments but topanga's annoying angela's annoying Corey and sean are funny mm -hmm. yeah i think the girls are really annoying um, in this episode that's an interesting take because i think the men are all the worst in this episode uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, I also think it's hilarious that this episode opens with the pretense that none of them have spoken to each other since the wedding apparently yeah two and a half months and they all like disappear for the summer I guess <laughs> well and where did they go because 
I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine a world in which Joshua didn't take over Corey and Eric's room because Eric's staying, Eric's been sleeping in Feeney's car. So like, where the hell has Corey been staying with Sean in the trailer? Unclear. <laughs> like obviously Rachel stayed in the apartment all summer because she wasn't moving her shit in just the mm-hmm. girls were. So Rachel stayed there. I'm mm-hmm. sure when Jack broke up, Jack and Rachel broke up, he probably went home to see his folks. Where, where was Angela staying? Well, we've never once heard anything about Angela's parents, but we have to assume that they also lived in Philadelphia. I mean, yes, but her dad is. Oh, well, I guess that's true. Her dad's in the army and and her mom's not around, actually. That's what we get about her parents. She must just have relatives in the Philadelphia area that she stayed, like grandparents or an aunt and uncle or something like that, because. I got it. I got it. Okay. I'm ready. The tango went Tango went to Pittsburgh. Correct. Try to like figure it out with her parents. So she mm-hmm. was in Pittsburgh all, all summer. Yeah. Angela, her only, Angela's only option was to stay with like a senile grandmother, but instead she goes and stays with Topanga. Oh. Um, and so the two of them are in Pittsburgh all summer. Okay. And Corey is staying at his parents' house. Okay. Eric's in the car. Sean's in the trailer. Okay. Rachel's in the apartment. Jack's in the apartment, but also probably like in New York sometimes too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Visiting his folks. Yes. And so that's why none of them see each other apparently. Yeah. Perfect. Done. Sealed. That's, <laughs> that's the story. Period. Nailed it. We're good. Yeah. I was, everyone like came back and I was like, where were, where were you all <laughs> that you weren't talking to each other? And that also just a lot of unanswered questions feels like. So what did oh, you what'd learn? You... No. Recap, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. Um, um, I learned that this is this feels like that Men Are Idiots episode for me, um, mm-hmm. where they dance the hot stuff at the end, because yes. all the men are idiots, and all the men suck in this episode. I think they're all shitty. That's not the lesson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Because it sounds like it. Men suck that's the lesson i think the takeaway here for this episode is that you can't force somebody to like mold their opinion or the same as yours i guess mm-hmm. and what I, I like that feels i don't know that the, the the what i'm getting at i guess is the fact that like Corey is trying to like force the panga into like a healed emotional state and Mm -hmm. share his opinion and sean is trying to like force angela into sharing like this opinion Mm -hmm. Uh, and then alan is trying to force amy and morgan into sharing his opinion about her dating and all that and so it's all all of this what i see is a lot of men trying to (laughs) force a lot of women (laughs) to completely agree with them no matter what they think Um, yeah that's fair isn't great no so what about you i think for me which i feel like i'm echoing something that we've talked about in a previous episode but it's just like don't let don't let outside people sway your opinions and beliefs just because they're in your life like you need to I don't know. There's, there's, I definitely understand what you're saying about the men trying to like force their opinions on all the women, but also I feel like Angela at the beginning of this episode is so frustrating because Topanga is making no sense. And she's like, 
like the whole, I don't believe in love anymore. I'm like, girl, you need to, you need to calm down. What, what's going on. And then Angela's just like, Topanga makes good points. And I'm like, Topanga is making horrible points. And you are, you are like a critical independent thinker. Like what is wrong with you? And so just like uh, more about like, don't letting other people's opinions sway yours, especially when it comes to your own personal choices and your own relationships. Like no one's opinions have any place in your relationships, you know, unless it's like, unless you're in a very toxic relationship and people are like, Hey, what's, what's up with that? All right. We, the two of us have been pretty united for the last like two and a half years that Corey and (laughs) Fanga shouldn't be getting married because they're too young and dumb here. And now our girl out here saying that she doesn't want to get married right now because she doesn't think that it's the right thing. And you think she's making a dumb choice? No, I think she's making, I think she's making the choice that like pausing the wedding is not the issue I have. The issue I have is that she's all on this horse, like high horse about, I don't believe that love exists. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? The parents got divorced. She doesn't know anymore. Well, clearly (laughs) I feel like I'm just, there's something about like, I don't think we should get married right now. I need to take a look at this relationship. I'm just like, yeah, go for it. That's totally fine. I agree with all of that. It's the fact that she's all like, yeah, I don't think that love exists anymore and people can't stay together forever. And I'm just like, your parents are one example, girl. Like said, fuck your monogamy. But I just uh, like, like well and you need to i think she needs to like define what she means like she doesn't believe that people can be in love look i think topanga is making some like big moves here but i also think she's doing it pretty calmly oh yeah the most calmly this is like the most calm we've ever seen her ever right like she's clearly in a little state she's making some choices and i think that most of these choices are predicated based on the fact that she feels adrift and is looking mm-hmm. to like figure some, some things out Corey has no interest in letting her figure no she never does exactly and so do i agree with topanga's conclusion mm-hmm. no. do i think that mm-hmm. they are her no conclusions also no i think awesome. they're just kind of she's in the middle of it she's working yeah. it out she step away from this thing that she's had her entire life and you know figure things out for herself i don't really get angela needs to yeah angela needs to like stop paying attention and like do her own fucking thing but uh yeah (laughs) that's i'm just like what the what are you talking about angela's choices being immediately tied to topanga's does not work for me and in in that regard i'm like angela walk away and do your own thing i don't stop paying attention here this doesn't matter this isn't about you (laughs) yeah that's exactly right and like i don't know angela's parents angela goes through her own shit later when we find out like her mom walked away when she was little and stuff like that but yeah this has nothing to do with her and it suddenly becomes about her and sean's relationship which is one thousand percent different from right right, right. doesn't that that part doesn't work for me um but but as far as topanga stuff goes it works for me yeah. I mean, I definitely am all for her taking some time. I don't think they need to get married right now. Obviously, as we said, I just think that she's like, I, yeah, it's just frustrating to watch her watch this person who usually thinks very logically and practically get to a place where she's like, it just, fe- this feels so like wishy-washy and not wishy-washy, but it just feels like an emotional decision for me. And Topanga has never really been an emotional character. And so it's surprising to me that this is now where she is, where she's not thinking like, of course, love exists. My parents just 
like it didn't happen for them, but it can happen for other people, but maybe not for me. So I need to take some time. If it's so black and white to me right now. And I'm like, Topanga is not a black and white thinker. She's a gray area thinker. And that's what I love about her. And she's just like, now she's like light switch. And I'm like, I don't like that for you. I don't like that for you. But I have no problem with her being like, I think we need to take some time and not getting married right now. Obviously, you know, I'm on board with that. <laughs> we back it. We stand. We stand. We stand mm-hmm. that I'm not getting married at 19. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that Jack and Rachel broke up and that's like a healthy choice. They seem to be doing just fine. The two of yeah. them right there. I think so, too. They're sitting around and having a little cup of coffee. I love the fact that Rachel's like, I naturally assumed that you would be blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. You are, like, I just you would be moving out. Obviously. Okay, but it's his apartment. He found the apartment. He he got it so he and Sean could live. Like, well, he didn't get it so he and Sean could live together, but like he got it so he could live there during his yeah. college experience. Like, who are you yeah. to invite other people? Oh, she made me so mad. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. I'm trying to think. There was like one line I really wanted to talk about that I really enjoyed. I think it's a Sean line and I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. And now I'm looking at the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just going through it piece by piece. I love how tan they all are. It they really, all, it feels like they're the summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels like they tried to really hammer in the fact that it was like a summer break and they're like, no, look at how tan they all are. Uh-huh. 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 Which like, what a weird thing too, because I'm pretty sure before, this happened so that finale of season six i don't think it was summer yet i think it was still spring uh, yeah. it's kind of unclear it's the end of the eh, it's the end of the school year ish something like that you know yeah it's, this is like the amy actually being pregnant for like 11 months thing all over again yeah, i'm like yeah, the yeah, timeline yeah. feels fuzzy to me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. damn it what was this freaking line i should have written it down oh no, okay, I got it. <laughs> it's after that scene. It's the, uh, where Sean's laying on the bed, he says, another bad year, another bad year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like your crops are failing. Yep. <laughs> it's a stupid joke, and I really liked it a lot. <laughs> anyway, um, and then the other thing that I wanted to talk about that happens right after that is when Corey yeah. says, I believe in love the way I believe in God. Um, and then he, like, <laughs> he tries to flesh that metaphor out. And my immediate impulse was like, only there when it's convenient to the plot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, correct. (laughs) Um, Because we ain't really played with that one a whole lot, friend. Oh, man. As soon as he hit that, I was like, oh, man, this is not categorically. (laughs) No. Two moments that I do love in this episode, though, are both very similar moments in this episode anytime that Corey was like or anytime anyone said like alan goes isn't that a bra and Corey's like sadly i would not know and same thing with the when he's sean says something about like or it's goodness and Corey's like i would not know <laughs> I'm like oh my god it's mm-hmm. so funny what's your tell me tell me what's your take on the alan alan morgan plot here what are you i'm so <laughs> yeah. glad that amy's calling him out on it because it's just such bad toxic dad behavior stop trying to stop oh he just drives me crazy in this episode especially because as soon as Corey comes back and he's like to she moved out whatever he's like you were living together oh yeah and amy's like peg i'm like yeah dude mm-hmm. 
he's a mm-hmm. he's being a bad guy in this episode and a bad dad and like let morgan do what she wants she's 13 it's either let her go on dates now with your like thumbs up and making sure that you are supervising most of this process or it's morgan's gonna go on dates without you and not tell you and lie to you and maybe end up in a bad situation you go out with that bad boy it's gonna happen regardless you might as well get on board because it's happening and also yeah Corey was going on dates when he was 13 and i'm sure eric was too and it's just like stop stop holding morgan in a different light or in a different you know whatever so I'm saying sexist, sexist shit in this episode. Yeah, um, all over the place. Mm-hmm, all over the place, just rampant. Now, Morgan was done dirty by the screenwriters too, because, uh, or or the production design, whoever you want to call it. They've been dressing her like a seven-year-old yep. for the last um, seven years. Yeah. <laughs> and now she is suddenly 13. Now she is a so woman. Alan didn't know that she wasn't still seven years old <laughs> because nobody let her be anything other than seven. Mm-hmm. That's very true. You're, you make some good points. She was locked in time. I'm pretty sure there were still lines last season that were decidedly written as if she were seven years old. And yet now they want us to believe she's in the seventh grade. She's mm-hmm. clearly been a first grader this whole time. Yeah, it's true. I cannot even believe I mean, logically, it makes sense timeline wise that she is that old. But yeah, she has not been presented that way to us in a really long time. And there usually is a flip, I feel like, in a young girl's life where all of a sudden she's like, I'm going to start wearing makeup to school and I'm going to whatever. But because Morgan is not a central character, it just feels weird and so drastic. It doesn't it's not it happen. She's it's there. Not, and also, it's, it's, yeah, I guess grade. so. Seventh grade's around that time, I feel like. Um, it's true. That's when I, eighth grade, actually, for me, was when I started wearing makeup to school. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Definitely that time. When did you start wearing makeup to school? Ninth grade. Um, <laughs> yep. This dumb little boy over here for his date. He looks like such a stupid little eighth grade boy with his giant shirt and his spiky hair. You know who looks like that? My dumb ass. <laughs> But it's okay. A year later, I started wearing makeup to school and everything was better. There you go. There you go. Listen, cover up those pimples, baby. Mm, truly. Um, I I forgot. Oh, uh, <laughs> and I like the joke in the beginning. We got Beanie for all our classes. A nice little self-aware moment. Mm-hmm. Who, who do you have? You know, what class do you have, Beanie? All of them. Yep good self-aware joke for seven years later let's do it let's yep. lay it on right? um now you've already mentioned your displeasement with eric and his hair and his and who he becomes now mm-hmm. what do you think in this episode what do, how do you feel where are we at i mean this pre this so far feels pretty mild compared to what's to come just because i mm-hmm. know uh mm-hmm. this feels kind of mild i love like, again, Will Friedell is, even though ca- his character kind of takes a nosedive, Will Friedell is just so funny and so good. His comedic timing is just great. And so there are certain moments, like Eric saying, it won't, I got my receipt. And it's just like the most sincere delivery that you could make of a line that's absolutely preposterous. But it's so good that you like can't. So I think this is kind of the beginning of the end for me. And there are certain things that I don't like about 
him in this episode. Like, I don't like the fact that when he moves in, when they start to move back in, he's like, are these for us? And referring to like Angela and Topanga. Mm-hmm. Um, but every line that he delivers is just so good. It's well delivered. So I feel like that's just going to be the trend this season is I'm just going to watch him deliver bad lines and like ridiculous lines really well. And I think that's just going to have to be how it is for this season. There you go. That's how it's going to be. That's how <sighs> I will. We'll press on. <sighs> but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> do you have anything else? Are you ready for some MVPs? We can do some MVPs. I really didn't take a lot of notes. There wasn't anything stand out in this episode. It just kind of was an opener. I feel like we'll have a lot of, a lot of notes on the next one because we're bringing in Topanga's third dad and second mom. I wish there was an episode at the end of the season where all three of those men showed up for some reason, you know? I wish that, yeah. Or like um, when they did Girl Meets World and they had the two Morgans oh, show up. Morgans. What if they had yeah. all of Topanga's parents show up? That would be so funny. Yeah, that'd be a good bet. So who's your MVP? Amy. Amy. Yeah. Good for you. Because you know what? Me yeah. too. Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, she's the one. She does it. She doesn't falter. Yep. She sticks to her guns. She mm-hmm. holds people accountable. She's on it. That's she's true. Got it. She's got it right. It's and true. I toyed around with the idea of it being Jack for a second because I'm like, it's really nice of him to like give up his apartment. It's his apartment. But then I was like, mm-hmm. he shouldn't have to do that. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. He should put his foot down. It's like probably it's his name on the lease and Eric's name on the lease. Rachel's name probably mm-hmm. is not even on this lease at any point in time. It's probably true. Yeah. Like maybe, Probable. but the reason that Rachel moved in, they didn't even fully ask Sean to leave. They just put his stuff in the hall. So potentially it could still be Sean's name on this lease, or maybe sure. they re-signed it, the three of them the following year. And it's Rachel, Jack and Eric. And yeah. of all the people who have the right to make apartment decisions, it's the person whose name has been on the least lease the longest, who is this- Jack. I, I gotta say, you are like really centrating on this whole apartment thing. It feels like it's personal. It feels like something like this has happened to you or something, and that like you're like dancing around saying like, "Listen, when I Listen, was twenty, no, <laughs> surprisingly, no, actually, I feel like this hasn't really happened because any place I've been kind of the first one to bail. Like when I was living on Orchard, I was the first one to bail there with the people I was living with, and we actually kicked out someone who had lived there longer than we had. Oh, I remember um, that because it was you, Ray, and that other person. And, yeah, like, and yeah. she was kind of a safety hazard, but that's right. another. That's another. How did you? How did you guys come across that apartment again? What happened? How did that start? So I was living in North Dakota over that over that summer. I was subletting a place in Edgewater, and then I moved to North Dakota for uh, two months. Um, and mm-hmm. my mom came to pick me up. And I knew that when I get, got back to Chicago, I was like, I have to hit the ground running with apartments. And Ray and I had known each other through a mutual friend. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, we need, uh, we need to find a three bedroom. Cause I had another friend who from Peoria, who was talking about coming and living with us. My, my friend, Andrea actually sent me this place. It was on what, what now is like Chicago housing, artist housing or something like that. At the time it was mm-hmm. called something different that I'm not going to reference. I'm, um, I'm familiar. I know what yeah. you mean on it was listed on there and this girl was looking for two roommates and i was like interesting because there's two of us and so i came back to chicago and met with her and 
was like, Hey, I have another friend who's actually looking to move in. How about we just kill two birds with one stone here? And she was like, yeah, if I meet her and I like her, then let's go for it. And so then Ray came up with, to meet with that person again. And, uh, <laughs> I should not say her name. <laughs> he came up to meet with her again and, uh, everything seemed cool at first. Like, honestly, it was, it was a good situation to start out with. And then things kind of got unhinged a little bit. Yeah. 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 So shout out to my friend, Andrea. She does not yeah. listen to this podcast. I'm almost 100% certain, but if you are listening, yeah, Andrea, thanks for that. Cause that was great. That was a great find. And I loved that place while I had it. Was it. a good apartment. It was a cool, it was a cool place. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's nice, how I stumbled nice into that situation. Well, good for you. Anyway, I guess that's about it for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Not a, not a whole lot here, but you know, we're kicking off a new season and this is a two-parter. So next week, hopefully will sure. be more exciting. Yeah. A lot of build up in this one. Not a lot of payoff. We'll have to pay off next week. Yes, that's true. That's very true. All right. Well, cool. Thanks for listening guys. Uh, yeah. Excited to be back. Yeah. Starting to count, starting to count down to the finish line now. I know. Stretch. So go get your merch now while we're still airing new episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but you can find a link to our merchandise on our Instagram page and um, in the description of this episode. And yeah, you can find us on all the social media things too: Instagram, the Feeny Call Podcast, Twitter, and Facebook at Feeny Call. All right. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. Have a great week. And as always, class dismissed.